from the production studios of Epic Financial Strategies here in Red Bank, New Jersey. We are Infinity X, giving a stage and microphone to human excellence in the pursuit of giving entrepreneurs exactly what they want, exactly what they need, and listening to people who have been there and done that. Ladies and gentlemen, today I have a treat. Um, I am joined by Cole Giandon. I screwed it up. I screwed it up. Gian Donato? So, like 98% there. Gian Donato. Gian Donato! Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. I, everybody, everybody who follows Infinity X knows that I am literally the world's worst pronunciator of last names. So, so ladies and gentlemen, this is Cole Gian Donato. <laughs> the company is Prime Presence. And um, I had the good fortune of meeting Cole at a, um, an event called AlignCon in Nashville, Tennessee. It was absolutely awesome. And Cole... Um, you know, you just like our our first our, our first conversation. You just you re, I was really taken back um, by your presence, by your energy, by uh, your you know your entrepreneurial mindset. But everything that you've accomplished at such a young age, Cole, right? You, which is just unbelievable to me, man. So, um, what I'd love to do, I always say, you don't know where you're going until you know where you're from, right? So, I'd love if you could just credentialize yourself with the good folks out there. Just give us a little bit about your background before you, we get to uh, to prime presence and what you're up to in the world. Yeah, appreciate it, man. And this is this is awesome, brother. I I know your time's super valuable, and every, and everybody over there on your team. So, thank you for taking the time. I'm super pumped to to hopefully give some insight. Um, and then to also be a student, man, like I'm, I'm in that, that stage of life where, you know, I'm, I'm in that, um, absorption stage, right? So it's, it's very like narrow focus and, and you know, getting things done and being proactive and taking action yes, but at sir. the same time, just, you know, learning and looking up to mentors and just like you and Rob, um, and yeah, it, it was a blessing and super grateful to have met you bro in, in Nashville, man. That was definitely a trip for the books and it was, uh, it was Nashville has a tendency to do that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Right. Shout yeah, out to Nick Cavuto in a line combine. I, I could, yes, yeah, Nick Cavuto, man, he's he's the man. Put put together an awesome event. Uh, but yeah, the high level of it, and and you know, I was talking about my my business partner too. He's not here right now. Yeah. But um, the sixty second pitch, if you will, is Andrew and I. You know, we've been we've been business partners for about four years now. Okay. We actually met in college. We were student athletes, and you nice. know, COVID hit. Yeah. Him and I had both always been, you know, in that entrepreneurial mindset but we were both swimmers at the time student athletes you and were so a lot of our college swimmer that's incredible man yeah yeah well and, and that's the thing right is a lot of our time our whole lives it was very workout food sleep exercise you know swim school right and doing doing the thing and yep. so when COVID hit a lot of our time which is obviously our most valuable asset in the world freed yes, up yep. which allowed us to get in that curiosity explorer phase and that's that's where we started to really turn over some rocks and discover some cool things. Like That's Brian amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. You want to make appearance or no? <laughs> Rob, Rob, Rob was ducking his head in here. I wasn't sure if he was going to st- he was going to stop in or not. <laughs> Rob, like, Rob, 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 <laughs> Rob, 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 Rob. Oh my goodness! Um, so, it, but uh, Cole, that's that that's unbelievable, man. And like, where did you what? Share with the good folks out there. What is Prime Presence? Yeah, so Prime Presence at the core of it, we we help people with their online presence, right? Okay. Through various marketing needs. Um, and again, at, at the very, very root and core, we have two sides to the business. We help build websites and we help manage social medias. Oh, we have okay. a, a, a suite of services and a value stack behind those. But at the core of it, you know, whether it's building websites on WordPress, Shopify, or helping manage 
the the crazy amount of social media accounts there is today facebook instagram tiktok right yeah that's the the core of the business is helping people with their their presence and when did you know that you wanted to get into that was it in college i mean like when you met your partner or was it after you got you like post-grad like when did you know it's it's interesting man it was it was actually so ever since i was like 12 or 13 i was always Mm -hmm. intrigued on how to make money Right, like I would watch YouTube videos instead of I doing homework on, yeah. on how to <laughs> how to run ads or how to create now, a Shopify uh, store, things like oh that. Oh my god! Oh my god! I just have to play in that space for a second, right? So you said, ladies and gentlemen, God bless the USA. I swear. When I was 12, 13 years old, I was thinking about garbage pill kids. Cole <laughs> was thinking about YouTube videos on how to make money. Right? Just show just show the difference yep. between a person like Cole and a person like myself. But unbelievable, Cole. Go ahead. I'm just I I'm so fascinated. <laughs> so awesome. you're good, dude. No, I love it. Oh, and it, like it was, it was anything, any channel from, you know, day trading stocks to, yep. you know, building Shopify stores to learning how to run social media, man, like anything. I was like, I just am curious and I want to learn how to add value, and make money while doing yep. it. Right. And so I think I was always in that mindset from a very young age. And then the hindrance in, in the piece of it was there was no time, right? Like I was always doing yeah. swimming in school and, and once COVID hit, a lot of those things started to free up. And so that's where Andrew and I, we, we actually took a dive in and we started wholesaling real estate. So we, wow. didn't, even, okay. we didn't even like, you know, venture out and we're like, yeah, we're going to start a marketing company. It was, we're going to get into real estate and flip contracts and work with investors and work with agents. Yep. And we actually found the need in the real estate space for marketing. So no like kidding. a lot of the investors and agents that we were working with and doing deals with, you know, they didn't have an online presence. A lot of them didn't have websites. A lot of them didn't have social medias. And so we were like, oh my gosh, it took us all this effort and networking and relationship building to find these people. It would be very easy to help them get found easier. Yeah. So we didn't have to go through the struggles of finding them, right? And it, it kind of sure. made sense. Yeah. So we actually made a shift and we were like, let's do it. Like we're, we're young, we're grind, we're, we're in the learning um, phase of our lives. So we just took a pivot. So instead of doing real estate, we started serving people in real estate. Got it. What so, was some, that was our first niche. What were some of the key indicators that you ran across that made you recognize that there was a real big gap in in marketing in marketing ability and marketing efforts for you know whether you're wholesaling or you know you're you know private real estate investors whomever it is. When, when did you like? What were some of those telltale signs? What did you see? Yeah, really good question, man. And Alex Ramosi has really honed in on this one and. and you know, I, I use a lot of his language because it's true, but he always talks about leverage. It's yeah. The difference between input and output, right? And wow, so what Andrew great, and I saw great point. is there was not a lot of leverage that these people in the real estate space were using. They were making dials and making calls and doing outbound grind work. You know, 100 dials equals one deal or 1,000 yeah. dials equals 10 deals. And it's very yeah, it's linear. Like, well, it's a very number. linear way to grow. Yeah, right? sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. so we were like, we were like, there's got to be a better way. Like, like, what about all these people are, that are just hogging all the Google space or hogging all the, all the social media like present? Like, there's got to be ways. And so that's where we took the plunge and really learned and figured that piece out. And so instead of, you know, a linear approach to leverage, it was teaching agents and implementing done for you services, social media management, website development, on showing them how to take that leverage piece by increasing their their online presence. That's so that was that was the big indicator was with that. <laughs> when, uh, and so listen, when you're launching a business, it requires startup capital, right? You know, you had to buy, I'm, I'm assuming you had to buy certain equipment. Um, you had to create your own marketing presence, right? Because I mean, you know, success doesn't just knock on your door, unfortunately, you know, so 
when you started with your partner, when you started the started the business, tell me about like what you did to pull startup capital, business planning, like how how you know like how did you launch it? Like did you was it OPM? Was it your own money? What did that look like? Yeah, that, that's that's a good one. This is a story that doesn't get told much, but I, it's it's kind of cool when you look at it retrospect. So yeah, we we started from nothing, like two broke college boys that didn't really have much help from. <laughs> from any, any of our families. Like it was, it was like, you guys are on your own and you know, we didn't have credit. We didn't have a loan. We didn't have money. And so it was very like this business needs the cash flow from day one for us. And so it was, it was strategic, but also risk-taking. Right. So in the beginning, it was a lot of grind and effort to just finding customers. Right. And it goes back to your, you know, point of having our own online presence and our own packages and services. So there was time that we were able to leverage by building those pieces out. Like, what are we going to offer? Like, how are we going to create content and figuring those pieces out? But then also taking the risk of finding our first five-star player or sure. five-star employee, yeah. um, which her name, her name's Jen. She's still with us. So we, so between two of those things, putting in time and effort, but then also taking the risk on hiring Jen very, very early, mm. putting pressure on Andrew and I to go and find clients right away was the way that we, we kind of kickstarted it because we just put ourselves in the back of a corner and we're like, all right, well, you know, we got to start paying Jen. You know, we got to start putting all this time and effort into it. We need to go find some customers. And so it was very, very cash flow heavy in the beginning because we, we didn't have uh, any any capital to start. Got it. You know, I and and but you know what 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 business doesn't right? You know, in so many instances, you know, the entre- the entrepreneur is the ultimate risk taker. But you know, if if you take if you take the calculated risks, you avoid paying the dummy tax, right? That's what David Meltzer yep. always says, you know. But when you found is it Jen? Jen's your five star yep. employee. When you yep. found Jen, did you hire slow and fire fast? Uh, not hire slow and fire fast, but prior to her, did you? Um, like, did, did you have conversation with other potential candidates, multiple, was she the first one? Did you just jump right in, like, you know, into the deep end? What did that look like? Yeah. The, the story there is, is actually kind of crazy because we, we put up a job posting on, I think it was indeed, or maybe uh-huh. it was LinkedIn yep. or somewhere. Yep. And at the time we like, we weren't, we, we weren't technically a company. I don't, I don't think like we were still filing our LLC and getting our EIN numbers and all that. So indeed shut our, our posting down after like 24 hours. So we had like maybe 17 applicants. Maybe I think it was less, maybe like a dozen applicants that we had to choose from. And Jen was one of them. And we knew right off the bat that, that she was the one she, you know, followed up well and she believed in the vision. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was calculated, but it was also a little bit of luck in the beginning. Yeah. Um, you know, just, you know, fighting, fighting battles that we didn't know were going to come up. And, and that, that's how many years ago now? Man, that was in, that was in like June of 2020. So we're going on our third year of business. Okay. And what is your, what's, what's your growth model been? Growth model, like percentages. Yeah. Percentage, percentages, revenues, all that. What have you grown like? Yeah. No, really good question. So year one, we only focused on social media and Mm. I believe, you know, we, we're in the beginning, it was like right you know it was like do or die right yes, so like we acquired a whole bunch of customers in the beginning yep. and then it was a lot of refining i think we had a book of business of maybe 30 or 40 really solid people that were paying us anywhere from you know 250 to 1500 bucks a month depending nice. on the plan yep and then yep. we got to the, our first blockage of like okay we should probably refine some of these processes and systems down before we go for the next growth right and so we we spent a chunk of time before we you know then we eventually doubled our book of business on the social media side 
while also finding out that all these social media people needed websites as well. Mm. So then it was like social media is still growing while also building the website side of our business. So we could add on more revenues there. Um, But again, you know, it's, it's a lot of like grow, 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 and then refine, 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 like systems, sales, system sales. So it's always been that their stepper of it. And I'm sure you guys can, can relate on your end. Yeah, a hundred percent. And what, 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 what mistakes are social media influencers making when it comes to website marketing? Ooh, dude, there's, there's, there's a lot. <laughs> this is what the people want to hear, folks. And by the way, replay, we are infinityx.com. We are infinityx YouTube um, and, uh, you know, all the other verticals that we're on. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, we, uh, we are infinityx.com. We are infinityx YouTube for the replay. So where are the, where are the mistakes being made, Cole? Dude, I think the biggest one is the consistency piece. It's like Talk people to me just about that. aren't consistent enough, right? And we were going to, and we were, we were jamming before this, before we threw on this, the show is, yeah. Like what's relevant today and what do people want to hear about today? And right now the new, the new wave is AI, right? And like chat GPT yeah. and Jasper and like all the cool things that are coming out there, yeah. which is awesome. Right. And one of my mentors, Roland Fraser said, it's like, it's going to be easier for people to reach the same level of mediocrity, which <laughs> I believe, yeah. I believe wholeheartedly, right? Like at the end sure. of the day, you still got to put in the effort to be consistent, which is what we root everything that we do over here is whether we help people with a social media plan, it's. X number of times per week. And we yep. stay to that for the lifetime of the business, whether we're posting four times a week or every day or twice a day, like consistency has got to be the thing. There's going to be so many shiny object syndromes that are always mm-hmm. happening and new and, you know, things that are coming out. Um, but that, but that's got to be the pieces, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Google, they all rank these, yeah. these profiles based on consistency. And, you know, with, with consistency in mind, everybody seems to have the, you know, the hack and, or the, um, the algorithm down when it comes to Instagram and TikTok. Uh, do you TikTok also? Yeah, yeah, we we help short form content as well. That, that's a a newer piece on our end, but yeah. podcasts. We know that there's a huge wave of podcasting and and just YouTube like long form content. Yeah. So we have a team now that helps chop up all those videos, puts them into short form content, and post yep. them out on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. Got it, bro. So Prime Presence is here. Competitor Joe is here. Prime Presence gets hired because of what? Like what's our, what's our core? Yeah. uh, Yeah. Core value prop, you know, like, because I think, you know, there's so many marketing agencies that are in existence and it's a very, it's a crowded space, right? Because I mean, that's where every business realistically these days is looking to market and or improve their marketing. So, you know, I'm not by any means, am I going to say it's a dime a dozen, but it's a crowded space to emerge as a sought after, you know, as a sought after organization that I want to retain, right? And then I want to pay that consulting fee too. So if I'm, if I'm looking at you versus your competitors, your competitive advantage is what? Yeah, no, really, really good question. I think I was just on, on a call with, with a client before this, and this is like a perfect example of, of your question, what you just brought up. And, and I almost look at it in like in buying insurance versus buying stocks, right? Mm. Like you need both, but everybody wants to talk about stocks, right? They, sure. Like they want to talk about growth, they want to talk about high numbers. They want to talk about, you know, crazy growth caps and, and just, you know, bell curve. Like it's crazy. Right? Yeah. Like everyone just wants to talk about that piece. Same yeah. thing in the marketing arena. People want to talk about traffic. Like how can I run ads to my store, get leads and just make a, a billion dollars. Right. Right. So I think before that, and, and yes, that stuff's attractive and we want to get there. But before that, like you got to buy the insurance, you got to make sure you're set and safe and protected. Sure. Same thing in marketing, right? Like you got to make sure your online presence, there's a foundation, 
it's there. And we always say like, like through a website lens, make sure your website's a 10 out of 10 before you spend money in ads, because you're just going to spend all those dollars in ads and just burn them. Right. So it's yeah, very like, and, it's like a, it's almost a defensive mindset, right? Like yeah, we make sure we're structured yeah. so we can go and play with the big boys. And that's that, the that, polar that's opposite of an entrepreneurial mindset. They don't think, yeah. I, I, I know I, I'm, I fashion myself as an entrepreneur, you know, and I don't <laughs> think I begin with the end in mind every single time I'm ready. Hike set. You know, I want to see the sale. I want to see the, um, <clears throat> the end result of the client experience way before I want to see the block and tackle of what it, what it, what it requires. But the mastery of building relationships is in the rapport build. And then, you know, we, we you know, effectually refer to it as the identification of facts and then the risk assessment, all of those pieces before you get to the end result of, call it financial prosperity, right? And, and I guess the same holds true with marketing. And it is, do you find that your prospective clients give pushback towards that mentality because they're like, well, we got to generate sales now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that's a lot of where we try to come in from like just a training perspective yeah. and like a, Hey, let's, let's pump the brakes and really make sure we're efficient first. Yeah. And it's, it's teaching, it's training. And that's what we love most about it is because people are running a million miles an hour, but at the same time they're running a million miles an hour, they get burned a lot. Yeah. And that's why people are scared to put dollars into marketing because they've gotten taken advantage of because there's been no one there to slow them down a little bit. Yep. Make sure their presence is, is solid and make sure their website looks good. Make sure their social medias are consistent, you know, before going in and doing all the attractive stuff. Right. So, what it's, they, you know, it's, it's give and take. It depends on who we're talking to. But yeah, yeah, man, there's there's pushback for sure because people are go, 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 which we love and respect. And there's a time for it. But at the same time, we want to make sure that go, go, go is efficient. Colt, what's the definition of a 10 out of 10 website? Good question. Um, when you look at a website, man, there's there's I always say there's two hemispheres to it, right? And if you come around the prime presence office and hearing people on the phones yeah. talking to people, you know, we call it like the two hemisphere pitch, right? Because <laughs> there's a front end yeah. and there's a back end to a website. Uh, Obviously the front end is everything that the customer sees, yep. you know, pictures, customer reviews, um, the value proposition, how many pages, um, email pop-ups, right? Like everything that makes the front end, the front end. Yeah. At the same time, there's the back end, right? Like how is the data being managed? Like what CRM is being plugged in? Yeah. Um, you know, Quick what does it look like from a Google Analytics standpoint? Reporting, yep. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we make sure we're dialed everything on the front end as well as the back end. And usually it starts with a creative call for the front end and making sure you understand what the vision is for the end result on a creative, you know, front end level. But then at the same time, making sure what's what's um, or what the customer is wanting to accomplish on the back end level. Yep. And then really having a clear, yep. concise plan because everybody's a little bit different, right? Like someone's above the fold image, that first picture you see might be a little different than someone else's above the fold image or same with mission statement. But like there's no one formula to, to win. So it's really understanding what the person's vision is so you can build a 10 out of 10 site for them, right? And there's common common themes and traits like, you know, having three value propositions or you know, having, oh, is that right? Really? Okay. So you have what, like three distinct different ones or just repeating yeah. it three times? Yeah. 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 For sure. Well, and like another one too, it's like three distinct ones. Right. And then having, oh, wow. having your, right. your Instagrams and your, your social media is plugged in. That, that's another piece. Um, and making sure you're dialed on, you know, like, I guess the basics of it, but yeah. then leaving enough, enough leeway to be creative, to go and build and, 
built something custom as well. How important is consistency between one social media site and a different site? Like, for example, like, you know, does, you know, like you, know, you look at a Facebook page and then you look at the TikTok page and then you look at the Instagram you know, page and then you look at the Twitter feed and then you look at the YouTube channel. How important is consistency in that space? Dude, that's that's a good one. So we, we do a lot of stuff on Google Business. Um, oh, so so right. for, for people listening, Google business is like, you know, a blue ocean of opportunity. If you're, if you're like really? 1099 or, you know, a real estate agent or, you know, at any 1099 piece and, or just a business, right? Like, and you need a Google presence, the Google business profile is insane. But back to your consistency wow. question. Yeah. If you look at it from like a holistic standpoint, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, like those are all social medias, right? And so Google just stands off on its own. Yeah. But what we found is if you treat the Google business page like a social media, um, it starts to produce no some pretty insane results. Really? Really? Can yeah. you give me an example? Of that I just, I, I, This is super, super interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, replay, we are infinityx.com. We are InfinityX YouTube. Pay attention to what he's saying, Google business. So tell me more about that. Yeah, yeah. So and what we do over and where we've seen a lot of success, and if you're already posting content to social media, which yeah. a lot of people are, like people are finally in that mindset where they're like, okay, I got to post. So you're posting on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Usually what we do is we look at the best performing content, you know, what's performing best on socials, and yeah. then move that over to the Google business profile. Really? What okay. We found, what we found is Google business, they actually rank people based on the number of images and pieces of content you have on your Google business profile. No kidding. It is, it's insane, dude. Like, and it depends on what industry you're in, right? Like if you look up like chicken, chicken shops near me, Mm-hmm. You're going to have to post hundreds and thousands of images to, to be ranked, right? But if yeah. you're a real estate agent, it might just be maybe 100 or maybe 50, right? No and kidding. Yeah, that, that's why it's a blue ocean, man, because if, if you can get in the mindset of treating it like a social, um, the growth is just crazy. So this is, this is insanely interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are not creating a Google business presence and you're an entrepreneur and you're a real estate agent, Jesus, God, I mean, you're, you're, you're missing the blue ocean here right now. My question is, okay, you got LinkedIn, right, which is the traditional business marketing spot. Right. You know, and then you've got Google business. Okay. LinkedIn, I've seen multiple times people make the attempt to treat their LinkedIn profile like their Instagram profile, right? Or like their TikTok profile. And to me, that fails miserably because I don't think that, that you, you know, like I don't think LinkedIn, I don't, who the heck, I don't check LinkedIn stories. I mean, maybe it has become popular, but it sure as hell is not something that I'm taking a look at. And I'm certainly not going there for entertainment. I'm certainly not going, I'm, you know, it's just, I don't think LinkedIn when I think social, right? Um, and I would equate under, you know, my lack of educated circumstance, I would equate Google business to the exact same thing. What you're saying is it's not. What you're saying is it has much more of a social presence, and the more you approach it as a social presence, the the uh, the greater the outcome that you're going to have. Is that am I hearing you correctly? Yeah, yeah. Well, and and two. So so going back, like like take Instagram for example, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Instagram reels right now are just insane. So insane. like if we were to help a real estate agent on Instagram, a lot of our plans and and conversations are how do we get video and how do we get reels out there? Yeah. Even if even if we're virtual, right? Because you can look at reposting reels, like you could repost you know, a restaurant's real, or maybe you're up in Park City and you want to highlight the mountains, you can re- reposting things is, mm-hmm. is massive. Mm-hmm. But then also taking that approach on Google, it's technically called, I believe it's called like posting an update. 
but as long as you're posting content and getting it out there and making sure all of your your content is cohesive across yeah. all of the platforms, you're going to get a lift um, on all the platforms, right? Like especially Google. David, I'll, I'll have to send you this graph that I that I pulled from Google. They actually came out with the with the study. I think it was like eight months ago or so. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. They ranked and they and they showed Google business profiles based on the number of images on their profile, right? And it was like you know X number of website and phone calls from posting zero to fifteen, and then you know you get a little jump if you post from fifteen to thirty, and then thirty to sixty was like another jump, but it really starts to scale and yeah. turns into like an exponential growth as you post, you know, a hundred plus pictures or maybe a thousand really? plus pictures. And it really starts to exponentially grow because you start to tap into, you know, an un- untapped market. And what about, what about press releasing and stuff like that? Is that applicable to Google business or no? PR is good. It depends on, it depends on what, what SEO plan you're going for, mm-hmm. right? Like in a lot of times it's, it's easy to figure out what SEO a business should be doing just by typing in a keyword search on Google that you want to pop up in, right? So like, and we keep using this real estate agent example, but if I'm like I, a real I think estate it's super agent and I, want to, uh, yeah. and, and I want to pop up in a search that's like, you know, best realtor in Las Vegas, Nevada, you know, go and, go and type that search and see what comes up. More than likely for a real estate agent, a Google business profile is going to come up. Is that so that's right? probably okay. your best SEO play, right? So instead of writing blogs and, you know, doing old school SEO, find out what the new SEO plays are by just finding a keyword and then kind of following those tactics, right? So it, it definitely goes industry by industry, whether you should write blog posts or, you know, focus on Google or, you know, focus on Instagram. Like it, it kind of depends as well. Incredible folks. We are infinity X replay. We are infinity X.com. We are infinity X YouTube. This is Cole Giandonoto and the company is prime presence. And we, are getting a first class education on methods of methods of marketing that I had never even heard of. Right. I mean, Google business was just like not even relevant to me. And I fashion myself as somebody who's pretty, you know, up to date when it comes to socials. But, um, you know, the innovation that you're hearing here is, uh, is, is absolutely first class. Now, speaking of innovation, I want to go, I want to. I want to just take a step back here for a second. So when we met, we met at <clears throat> a really, really interesting event in Nashville, put on uh, by our friend uh, Nick Cavuto, a wine con, and it, it had. A, you know, I'm not going to go into the details of the entirety of the uh, of the the event, um, but you know, a lot of it centered around mindset and presence, right? And education, uh, you know, education of ways to become more centered with your mindset and your presence. And at a, at, at a break, you and I had the opportunity to, uh, to dap it up a little bit and to, uh, to learn. And you keyed in on something that my partner Rob Gill was talking about where, um, you know, you can essentially bank on yourself, right? And it's a concept, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, of using life insurance as a, a vehicle where you dump money into it, leverage it out, still get a rate of return in the insurance policy. Uh, DM me if you want additional information about that. But we were talking about that specifically, Cole, because you were talking about educated methods of reinvestment back into your business. And so if you were starting today, right, if today is day one of prime presence, knowing what you know right now, where would you concentrate your dollars? Where would you concentrate your, your mark, your, whether it's marketing money or, you know, you know, you know, whatever it is, where, where would you double down? Yeah, that's, that's a, a good one, man. And I guess to narrow it down it, back to what you said, man, just in yourself, like, it, and it's weird to say, like, especially in the beginning, if you're new and you're like, oh, like, I don't trust myself or, oh, I don't yeah. have experience. Like, why would I double down on myself? Like, yeah. I need to find someone else or find something. 
but it, that's what it really comes down to is the quicker that you can accelerate um, the growth of your own skill sets yep. and the growth of your own knowledge and the growth of you know your own being essentially yep the the faster the growth of the company will be right and i think andrew and i learned that one not the hard way but the long way mm. and, and it was definitely accelerated by some of our mentors and, and people that we've had in our lives but in the beginning it's like it's tough and weird to double down on yourself but by way of education or by way of you know going to events and meeting and relationships yep by way of you know just bettering yourself whether it's physically mentally or emotionally Yep. I think it's got to go back to you. Reading the right well, books, listen to the right podcasts like like this one. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that that's the whole point. Infinity X is about creating infinite opportunities for entrepreneurs and entertainers, right? That's a big big component of what we do. You met my partner Young Gray, I think, at uh, at a LionCon. He was there uh, briefly, but we've really moved into the artist and you know, the artist, entertainer, musician and entrepreneur's marketplace to bring value here, you know? But um, what you're talking about is the investment into the most important real estate that you you own, which is between your two ears, right? You know, it's about expansion of not only um, your education base, but it's also your proximity. You make the investment to, you know, go, go from Salt Lake City out to, to Nashville for this event. My partner speaks. You and I draw, uh, draw up a conversation. We're having a conversation now on the Infinity X platform. We're putting it out to all our social verticals. You're getting chopped up content. You're marketing it out. One plus one equals a trillion, right? There's infinite opportunity yeah. that gets created when you invest when you invest into your education and invest into increasing your proximity to people, right? To level up, you know, level up your base camp by surrounding yourself with people who have been there, done that, like my partner says, right? So um, I, I, love, I, I love that. And now knowing what you know, and now having scaled and grown by high, you know by high multiples over the last couple of years, where are where where do you see the opportunity in your marketplace going forward, and where are you concentrating your uh, your, your 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 cash flow and your business efforts going forward here, man? Yeah, no, that's a good one. So I. I think it goes, it goes back to having that shiny object syndrome, right? Like I, <laughs> I fell victim to that like so many times and it took mentors and, and just learning experiences to focus up and not yeah. try to do a million things at once. So it sounds boring and, and I've been telling a lot of people this and it, it is boring, but Alex Ramosi says it like you got to do the boring work and do the boring business. I think it's you just do. doing the same thing, just more of it. It's chop you know, wood and, and carry water, bro. And, chop wood, carry water, chop wood, carry water. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I mean, just helping more people, continuing to up the value stack and making sure that there's, you know, a, like the highest level of delivery. But I think it's just helping more and doing more and, and just stacking on top of it. Because I know there's so many people that need help out there. Um, and now it's like, can we build and keep growing to handle it, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I think that's the, yeah. the real play over the next five, 10 years of what the horizon is over here. At well, Prime. I mean, Cole, to that point, yeah, no question about it. I think that that's where you and I are going to work nicely together with my partner, you know, because we're going to identify the strategic capital for you to be able to handle that scaling, right? One of the big, yeah. you know, like our company, um, you know, over the last four years went from, I would say, you know, seven or eight qualified conversations per month to now, you know, getting well over 2,000 leads a month from all of the different, um, relationships that we maintain massive massive uptick and that's not going anywhere that's only continuing to level up but with that you have to scale with it right with that comes the risk of growing too quickly right and not having the capacity of time to handle the beautiful problem of inflow of requests for conversations right mm -hmm. and you know i think that you know we'll work with you to be prepared to take on that volume 
but also we'll you know we'll work with you to be um, beautifully positioned to have other people of influence driving opportunity directly to you right that's really the secret sauce is driving of conditioned conversations who are your ideal avatars to work with and to partner with uh that's a good one i anybody in the real estate space that's the bread and butter always has mm -hmm. probably always will be mm -hmm. you know whether they're an agent or investor okay um and then same thing on the e-commerce side right like anybody that's looking to just make money online um by way of selling a product right like specifically on shopify yep. um, that's another huge massive vertical and platform i think between those two th those are the really two focuses that that we've kind of taken is like that that gig economy, if you will, right? That exploded in a good way during COVID. Yeah. Yep. Um, because those people need help, right? Like, what did they call it? The, the, the great was it the great when people resignation. were working other jobs? The great resignation. Yeah, the the great resignation, right? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> I think that's helped with with the growth pieces because those yeah. are the people that we're looking for. You're helping people that need their first website, that need some social media accounts built and managed, that need, you know, even as as simple as getting a domain and an email address like some of the complementary things that we do like at a very very basic level but might seem complex to some people mm -hmm. um has has been like our our staple so yeah, anybody in the real estate space e-commerce yeah. Well, I love that. I love that you mentioned that was Young Gray calling me. By the way, he just he <laughs> the seventeenth time he's called me today. Shout out to Young Gray, love you, bro. Um, but uh, you know, you'd mentioned the Great Resignation, right? And now, if you look at the statistics, I was reading in Barron's this morning that um, you know, from from a job uh, from a job expansion perspective, you know, even it, like in hospitality, right, which you wouldn't touch with a ten foot pole during COVID, um, month over month growth in job and in, in new jobs was over. 550,000, right? Which is, which is big growth, you know, uh, especially in the hospitality space because, you know, and, and they are, and still, you know, restaurants, still uh, hotels, they are wildly, wildly understaffed. However, I think that you're starting to see that trend reverse a bit because as much as the great resignation uh, was very, very valuable to certain um, quote unquote entrepreneurs, I think the dollar and the dreamers that thought that they could just buy a Shopify store and you make, you know, become the next millionaire next door. I think that reality is kind of knocking on their door here a little bit. And uh, you're seeing people uh, post and pray and fail and, you know, look to go back to the nine to five. What mistakes are you correcting out there for people that are, you know, you know, inappropriately marketing in the e-commerce space? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And I think I think you brought up a really good point because there's there's almost like this wave of of fake gurus, right? And like <laughs> yeah, by way of yeah. how you and I do business is is via these strategic partners and these partnerships, and like we hold relationships very very close and we take yes. them very very seriously. Yep. Is there's a lot of people just abusing their platform and abusing the relationships they have because they know how to create like a pretty savvy ad. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's, mm -hmm. and it's cool because we're able to tap into, to like some of the back end of these, of these people and these partners. And we're able to see like, do their students actually have success? Do their customers actually have success? And we're able to kind of like look under the hood and yep. almost vet out the partners that we do want to work with. Right. And, and same thing goes on you, on your guys' end. Like you're at a point where, you know, you get to vet and pick out and, and choose what partners and people that you associate yourself with. Very true. There yeah. is a, a crazy rush of, you know, this fake guru guru persona that yeah. so many people are starting to do, and it's it's getting crazy, dude. Um, well, yeah, you know, I mean, especially because just like with what you do, we at our firm, we you know, we we solved the marketing problem. 
I mean, that's a big, big deal in the financial services space. You know, that condition conversations find us. We don't have to go after it any longer, right? And for, you know, people in our world, that's like ringing the dinner bell. You know, people banging on the door saying, how do we get in there to figure out more about that, right? What you're doing is the, the exact same thing. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're, you're solving the marketing problem for real estate agents, are you not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for real, for real. And just vetting out those, those qualified conversations that you know, come organically because the product and the service that, that you provide is high level. It's a 10 out of 10. Right? Amazing. Like it's, yeah. It yeah. goes back to that, cu- that customer success piece and, and having the, the product that pulls people in and turns one customer into three just by way of referrals. Well, Cole, I got to tell you, man, I, you know, I mean, I, I love what you're up to. I love your energy. I love your personality. I can't wait to meet your business partner. I can't wait to co-create with you. I think that there's a massive amount that we can do together. Um, I think, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't get value, you weren't listening today. So replay WeAreInfinityX.com, replay WeAreInfinityX YouTube and Spotify. Listen to it again and then listen back again. Google Business, you didn't know. Now you know, right? I mean, that is like, this was massively value-added. Cole, where can they find Prime Presence? Primepresence.com. Love it. <laughs> yeah, Prime, and, and, where, and, and speaking of socials, um, how can they follow you? Uh, same thing, yeah. Whether you want to follow the, the company, Prime Presence, um, it's just Prime Presence on all, on all socials. My name's a little tough, but if, if you sound it out, Gian Donato. Gian Donato. Yeah, dude, well. no, I'm like a, ma- I'm a master now, bro. I, I, I got it down. I got it down. Oh. I won't screw it up until tomorrow. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love, yeah, but uh, one, one of the things that we do, if, if you find us on primepresence.com, yeah. is we, we always do like those, those complimentary strategy sessions, just nice. completely free on the books, you know, looking at your current situation, your current online presence, and or if you're just wanting to get, into business and start building an online presence, you know, jump on our calendars. We'd love to help and, and advise and hopefully give some one-on-one value. Um, but yeah, you can find us at primepresence.com. I love it. Cole, you're the man, brother. I appreciate spending a little time with you on the stage. I love what you're up to, man. Seriously, I love your energy, like I said, and uh, I see you in my future, man. There's a lot that we're going to do together. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. this is Cole Giandonoto. The company is Prime Presence. We are Infinity X coming at you every single Tuesday live. New content, artists, entrepreneurs, people you want to pay attention to. Until next time, replay WeAreInfinityX.com and YouTube. We will see you on another edition of We Are Infinity X. Cole, thank you, brother. Thank you.